Welcome, 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 guys. We are here on another recording of the Marketing Your Podcast show, and uh, we're here with a good friend, an old friend, and uh, his name is Justin Schenk, and uh, he is the founder of the, the Growth Now uh, movement, and uh, he is a, a podcast. He's also a podcast producer. Uh, he runs live events, uh, has a community, and uh, is someone who uh, I'm excited to talk about today because I think the the topics that we're going to get into today, uh, the importance of podcast production, and then you know what I think is also a really important thing that Justin we, we could really get into is the the, the personal side of, of um, hosting and running a podcast. You know, you've been running a podcast for years and I know that it is a, it is a grind, right? I mean, I think we're, this show is only 20 episodes. We're about 20 episodes in and I think back and I go, wow, we're already 20 episodes in or only, or I don't know how to look at it because it, it is just, it's a marathon. And so I know that you really help people kind of align their, their lifestyle, their spirituality, their health, um, the relationships in their business. And, and, and so I think that that's probably also a good thing to talk about, um, for a lot of hosts because it is such a, such a mental game. And I think that there's a word, you know, I saw pod fade. It's like become a word, you know, to have a couple episodes and then, you know, kind of fade out. So with all that being said, thanks man for, for spending some time with us. Today. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. And, and 20 episodes. Look, that's beyond the pot, the usual pod fade. I think it's 78% of shows don't make it past their first seven episodes. So congratulations. <laughs> well, what's interesting, and I've, I've shared this a little bit, but you know, I, I hosted uh, hundreds of episodes on the One Life podcast, and I actually tried to start my own show. And I, I think I, I pittered out about seven episodes. I had a, I had a kid and there's a bunch of reasons why, you know, why that happened. But, but I know that very you know, very fully. And so I think that it's, um, uh, a very worthy topic, but also I think an, an important topic that a lot of people are into. So um, let's let's just hop right into it. What's interesting is we were talking before we started recording that you've had a, a podcast production business for you know God knows how many years, and you said you actually never promoted it, which is interesting. That's actually how uh, we kind of connected a little bit more as we had a, a mutual client that we worked with. But um, give us kind of the share with us how you fell into podcast production. And I'd love for you to, you know, kind of weave in there what you learned over the years producing, you know, a variety of different podcasts, your own. We worked on a relationship podcast. I know that you helped produce, you know, a bunch of different shows in a bunch of different niches. So I'd love for you just to kind of share your journey and, and maybe a little bit about why you got into it or what you gained from it. Yeah. You know, that's a great question. It was all kind of by accident. So I've been podcasting for five and a half years. Um, and to talk about the growth of what podcasting has become over that time, when I started podcasting, I would tell my friends or relatives that I had a podcast and they'd all go, what's a podcast? Uh, and now I say I have a podcast and they go, oh, you too? Like everybody's got one now, right? Uh, but the funny thing is, the reality is there's over 2 million podcasts, but only about 400,000 are active. Um, and so it was really that shows you the pod fade, right? And active is considered um, they've launched a podcast or an episode within the last four weeks or something like that. Um, so with that being said, I mean, it's really been a journey for me. And, and what started out, uh, my original thought process behind launching my own podcast was I wanted to connect with entrepreneurs who have figured out business so I could learn how to figure out business. I had three failed businesses under my belt. And I was like, I don't want to fail again. I knew the, the power of coaches and mentors. And I was like, this is a great tool. Uh, and what ended up happening was five months before I launched the show, my mom lost a 20-year battle to opioids. Uh, and it completely changed my entire perspective about life in general, about what I was chasing, about what I was 
about. And the show organically became about how do we find happiness in that rock bottom moment? Um, and so the show then ended up to, over time, about a year and a half in, it started to grow a little bit. Um, and then Inc. Magazine listed me as a top eight podcast every entrepreneur should follow. Um, I woke up one morning and literally it changed my life. 175,000 people read that article. I didn't even know it was coming out. Um, just crazy stuff. And, and what ended up happening was, uh, I was actually at an event in Ohio. I was still had a full-time job, but I had the podcast on the side and it's kind of started to grow. And I was in line to go into the event. Um, and I was talking to somebody about my podcast and, and I had helped some people for fun on how to grow the show. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I've helped podcasters grow. And this random dude, um, says, Hey, you help people with podcasts, like 12 people listen to mine. I need you to help me. And I was like, okay, we can chat. And we ended up chatting for about 45 minutes. And he goes, Hey, this was great. I would love to chat again. And I, I was, I was about to say, yeah, man, just let me know whenever. And he goes, how much? Uh, and I gave him a price and he's like, cool, I'll pay you for five months in advance. And I became his podcast coach. And that's where it started. It started with, I, help, I started helping people understand the podcast space. How do you stand out? How do you step up? Kind of like what you do, right? The marketing side of things. Like, how do you stand out in this crowded space? And then how do you get people to click, listen, do all the, that fun stuff? Um, and then what ended up happening was I started to get introduced to what are my majority of my clients, which are these seven figure influencers, high end entrepreneurs um, who are very successful and have a large following. And they go, Hey, great. You've taught me how to do a podcast, but I want to do the work. Can you help me? And I was like, Okay. Uh, and then over time that grew. And then I have a team that works for me now. And um, it's been truly uh, a labor of love. And what I mean by that is it is a lot of work, um, which is why I'm really, really big on te teaching people, tying it into a niche that you really are passionate about and tying your podcast to your purpose um, because it's a ton of work. Um, nine times out of 10, you're not going to get an audience overnight. It takes time. It takes persistence. It takes all that stuff. And so I actually, you know, launched a, a course called the purpose driven podcaster um, because I really believe that if you tie it to a purpose, that's just going to get you through that time where 12 people are listening, 70 people are listening um, and push you through that barrier where all of a sudden you can start to get some recognition. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a, a lot of, it's become a, a trendy thing, right? Especially today when you see so many big companies getting in the space where um, there's this glamour or glitz, you know, to it. But you really had, you were, you were in the space before, you know, like you said, when, when people had no idea what it was. So what I'm curious for you, what is, what's different and what do you feel is, is it the same with regards to the space? And, um, you know, for someone who is, is maybe newer in their journey, are there any things that you feel that you're grateful for, for being there, you know, in, in the industry before where it is today, where there's, there's so many, uh, you know, shiny objects that someone can go after, or there's so many examples of people who are you know, shooting up the charts right away. Um, but what do you kind of take away from those years of being in the space for so long? Yeah, you know, I think really, really good question, by the way. Um, you're good. You're good at this, man. You should keep doing it. Um, but the 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 thing that has really changed is the idea that people are joining now to market and brand before I think people were just kind of throwing stuff up against the wall. They were really trying to just have a good time or have a conversation. You could break through with you and your buddies talking about beers. Like you can't really do that anymore. It's a lot harder to break through the noise. Um, and, and, and really that's been the biggest difference as far as who's flooding the market or who's joining or who's coming in. Um, but what stayed the same is that podcasting is the still 
to this day, the only long form medium that people are absorbing. Um, the average view of a Facebook video, eight seconds, but your audience will listen to 80% or more of every single episode of your podcast. So it's, it's really the only way to truly connect, which is why you're seeing, seeing big brands, seeing people like Tony Robbins, seeing people, you know, that, that are, that everybody knows already. Like, why would you have a podcast? Cause you can connect on a deeper level. Um, and that's really the same. And that's why I love this medium. You know, my, my ultimate goal and my purpose in life is to, uh, you know, infect a million, millions of people with the idea that it doesn't matter where you come from. It matters to the choices you make today to, to create a better tomorrow for yourself. And I know that I'm not necessarily going to do that all on my own, but I can teach other people to do it through podcasting and I can help them get their message out there. Uh, and this is truly the way to do it because you're going to go deep. Uh, people are listening, they're paying attention and they want to go along for the ride with you. And I'll, I'll share a quick story how I figured this out. <clears throat> I've gone on to speak all over the country on podcasting and I talk about my own personal journey, overcoming adversities and, you know, overcoming your limiting beliefs and stuff like that. And I was speaking in Utah one time. And after I spoke, there's a line of people waiting to talk to me. And this one guy came up to me and said something about my life that I was like, whoa, how do you know that? Like it freaked me out. But I shared it one time for about 10 seconds in one episode and he remembered. And it was that moment where I was like, whoa, these people are listening to every single word I'm saying. So number one, be mindful of what I'm saying. Um, but number two, this is truly the most powerful medium out there. Way more powerful than a, a, a flashy video that you can just throw out there. It's a little bit harder uh, or a lot of bit harder to gain an audience because you can't really pay for ads. It gets very expensive if you try. Um, but once you figure that out, then all of a sudden they're going to tell their friends and their friends are going to tell their friends. And, and all of a sudden you have that community that I've been able to build over the years. I, I, I mentioned before we started recording that the reason we started the show is because there seemed to be a, a void in the expertise or in the know-how of, of what to do when you have a podcast. There's a lot of courses and there's a lot of things out there on how to launch a podcast, you know, get in the top charts, get a lot of subscribes, get, you know, get, there's this uh, strategy for, for launching, but there's not a lot of strategy for sustaining or, or, you know, going over the long haul. Uh, you mentioned it a little bit, or you talked about some things, but I, I would love to know what are your, when you think about core tenants of a, of a good podcast or what makes up a good podcast or, you know, what are the, the 10 commandments or the three commandments or, you know, the golden rule, whatever it may be in order to, to sustain a show, uh, what comes to mind for you? Yeah, I think the, the number one right off the bat is consistency. Um, to me, a podcaster who doesn't show up every week or if you decide every two weeks, whatever it is, like to be consistent. And, he, and here's why. Your audience, really, you become part of their routine, right? So I release my episode every single Tuesday at 3 a.m. I've been doing it other than a month and a half of time when I switch some things over. I've been doing it consistently every single Tuesday for five and a half years. And I realized that I've become part of people's Tuesday routines, right? So like I may be the person they listen to while they're at the gym or while they're driving their car or whatever. And if I don't show up one week, they're going to go listen to another show. And the joke I say all the time is that show is probably better than mine. So they're not coming back. So I better make sure I'm in their ear. Right. Um, and so consistency is key. And that's going to help you gain that audience over time. That's also going to show you the power that you have. Like if you're real kind of just throwing it out there, you're never going to really connect with the potential audience that you want to connect with. So consistency. Number two, um, streamline it. Like if you don't like doing something, find somebody else to do it. And I know that that sounds crazy because some people get into podcasting and they're broke and they're whatever. There's cheap options. Like you don't have to come work for me and I'm definitely not the cheapest and I don't want to be the cheapest, but there's plenty of really cheap options for people to edit for you, create, create logos for you, do all that stuff. If you don't know how to do it or it's not your passion, get 
give it to somebody else. That way you can just show up and create the content that you're passionate about. And number three, talk to people or, or produce content that you're passionate about. Um, again, being purpose-driven in every single thing that you're saying, don't chase the dollars, chase the passion, chase the things that you're truly, truly, you know, passionate about. And, and what's going to happen is it's just going to be that much easier to show up. Like, uh, you know, I just, I interviewed Ricky Williams the other day and I get to interview some of the top people in the world. And I'm, gonna, I'm about to be introduced to Brian Dawkins and, you know, all these really cool things. And I love connecting with high level people. And so that therefore it's easy for me to show up to those interviews and have those conversations. Um, week after week for so many years. Uh, and then over time, what happened was I grew an audience and now I get to hear from them and they get to tell me how much my show inspires them. And, you know, they get to come to my live events and my retreats and they get to join my courses and all that stuff. Um, and so that's just the, that's really the reward in making sure that I'm living in my authenticity and living in my purpose and moving forward. And so those are the three things um, that I would highly recommend individuals do. And that's going to make it easy for them to continuously show up and then they're going to find their audience that way. You talked a lot about authentic, you know, authenticity, consistency, and a lot of this are, are, I think they used to call them soft skills for some reason. I don't know why they call them that, but you know, they're the, they're the personal skills. They're the, um, the ones that you need to, to kind of create on your, on your own. So I'd love for you to kind of share the connection between, you know, podcasting and now what you're doing with growth now in terms of, um, you know, how, how do those align, right? Cause may, maybe some podcasters are in the, the personal development space and that's why they, you know, um, and kind of translated into this, but, but I know that there's a lot of shows that are, that are not, that are not coming from, from this space. And so how do those connect and, and what do you think is the importance of a podcaster building kind of their mental fortitude or routines or, you know, building up the personal side, um, as well as, you know, building out this, this production side of it. Yeah. So uh, to answer the first part, um, for me, podcasting was just the vehicle to grow what is growth now, uh, which is the self-development, self-help kind of space type of uh, coaching and events and all that stuff. It was the vehicle to do that. Like it, it, if I was prettier, it would have been YouTube, right? Like it's so podcasting was the vehicle um, and, and you can utilize that from any standpoint. Actually, a really good, good example of this are my, my friends, Joe Fierre and Matt Wolf. They have a show called Hustle and Flowchart and it's very, very business driven um, because they help people build their businesses. But here's the key and why their show does so well is because they're passionate about building business. <laughs> I wasn't passionate about building business or flow charts or whatever else. Right. So therefore that wouldn't be my show. I wouldn't be able to stick it out. Um, but I think the, the key is, um, and I know I keep going back to the passion. Like, what are you passionate about? What, what's the thing you like? Like, here's the thing. It could be as easy as say you're obsessed with colored racers, erasers. I have no idea why I chose that. That's just what came to mind. You're obsessed with colored erasers. I guarantee you there's a ton of people out there who are as well. You can start a podcast about that if you're passionate about it and you can build a community off of that and potentially a business. And so it's really about what is that passion, that thing that you get excited about, that thing that you whenever you do it, you lose sleep, you do all these things uh, because you're just so excited to do it. Really fall that in line. Right. And then once you get everything squared away. Then figure out your procedures, figure out what's the production for that, figure out all that stuff, figure out what are those people in that space? What are they excited about? And figure out how you can talk to that niche, right? Whether it's from the branding standpoint or, hey, look, 
my show is not super well polished, which is really funny since I own a production company, uh, but I don't go back and edit out the ums. I don't clean it up. But if I had a tech podcast, it better be super clean. So you have to understand from the production standpoint, that niche that you're trying to talk to, what are they into? Like, what is it that they're looking for? Are they looking for that thousand dollar microphone or you, can you get by with a $30 microphone? You know, how are you going to show up for them? Because what are the things that they need? Uh, hopefully that answered your question about the production side. Yeah, I think it, there are so many different routes and so many, what I really like about what is happening to the podcast space is it's evolving, you know, in the different show formats and, um, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think about, you know, how we can evolve really our, our interview and conversation style format to be more entertaining or to be more uh, engaging. But I think that what is important and what I've, I know I've tried to do, and I think that you've done a good job with uh, the shows that I, I know you've worked with is creating some level of, of authenticity with the, with the show and trying to bring the character or the personality or the, the values of the individual into the show. Um, can you talk a little about that and, and maybe what that might look like or how someone, you know, can, can utilize and leverage the production of their show to help, um, you know, increase their brand or heighten their brand or you know, something like that. Yeah. Now I'm a nineties kid. And so I always use the joke of like the format of the nineties sitcom, right? Whether it be saved by the bell or full house or family matters. Like I name those shows. And if you're a nineties kid, you know, the theme song and you hear that theme song and it takes you back and it gets you excited and you kind of go, Hey, I, I kind of want to watch that. Right. Uh, which is an interesting thought process. So when I start to work with a client from the production standpoint, from day one, it's, Hey, let's go find a music that speaks to you. And if you find music that speaks to you, it means it's going to speak to the person you're trying to speak to. So from a, a production standpoint to add personality into something, um, this is a great way to do it, whether it's, um, you know, some spiritual music or percussion or R&B or, or acoustics. Like what is it that you're trying, what vibe are you trying to bring to your show? And there's a ton of great websites out there like audio jungle um, that people can go and it's like 19 bucks and you can get the sound and you can use it forever and nobody's going to come and ding you. So there's ways to do it and you can search, you know, libraries full of this type of thing. And I think that's a great way, a quick and easy tip to say, Hey, is that your personality or was it because the show you happen to listen to had something similar? I think a lot of times we try and mimic others, which isn't the worst thing because it at least gets you started, but you're not Joe Rogan. You're not Lewis Howes. You're not whoever else you're trying to be in the pot. John Lee Dumas, right? You're Hector. I'm Justin. So how do we bring that into the show? And you do that for, from a number of elements, whether it's the music, how, how, your voice tone is in the intro is it going to be you is it going to be somebody else doing the intro um, and then beyond that how do you kick off every single show like I, again going back to consistency i kick off every show going like if you were on my show i'd say hector welcome to the show man and that's literally how i start every show and peep my audience is like you know i love how you sound exactly the same every single time um so i know and I, by the way that's i'm a virgo so i like consistency i'm a creature of habit so that's a good thing uh that means i'm talking to other people who are like me um so from that standpoint think about every little nuance in your show and how are you the person that's bringing out that uniqueness and it's speaking to you for instance i'm launching a new client next week um called the nature of money podcast and She's a you know high seven figure earner who's really branching out to help individuals now and and 
be known for more than just uh, being successful in business. And her show is very, very much intertwined with nature sounds and all these things um, because that's who she is. She's a very spiritual being. So we, we intertwine that stuff into the show and throughout and during transitions and all that craziness. And so what makes sense for you, for her, she could afford a production team. So it made sense for her to go that big. But if you're a one man show, don't start doing that day one, because I promise you, you'll quit by episode three because uh, it is a ton of work, especially when you're just starting out. But I would say from the get, what's the first thing people hear? And does it what what did it excite them for what you're about to give them? When we launched the show, we had someone come up and, and comment on our intro music. And it was just, um, I guess, affirming because, you know, I spent hours, you know, looking for a song that, that like you said, spoke to, to me and what I thought would speak spoke to our audience or, you know, really bring that authenticity. And so I think that that is a um, just a great, uh, great, great point there. Let's transition a, a little bit to um, working with a team. You talked about um the fact that there is people on on Fiverr or that you know you can get for really affordable or you know production companies all the way up so for someone who wants to start working with someone and they want to kind of hand that off for you being you know really on both sides of it what words of wisdom or words of advice or or words of caution even could you give to someone who is wanting to hand that off or delegate the the production aspect of it while still uh, being able to create that authenticity in the show? Yeah. I mean, I think the thing is uh, you have to first figure out how, how hands-on do you want to be, right? Like people who work with me don't necessarily have to be that hands-on because uh, I've been doing it for so long. So I can have a couple chats with them. We figure out what they want. And then we, we put that together. Right. So uh, like I have packages where they can sit down with me and go through trainings and all that stuff. Now, if you want to be more hands-on, you can work with somebody who's a, a lot cheaper, but you have to be like, this is exactly what I need. I need you to put the music here and do this here and do this here. Um, people hire me because they don't have the time to do that kind of thing. And they know that I can handle that for them. So I think the main thing is to understand how hands-on do you want to be? Uh, number two, what's your budget? And number three, how, how willing are you to kind of bend and, and, and mold it a little bit, right? So, um, I mean, the end of the day is whatever production company you work with, if you're going to hire somebody, whether it's a, a person or a team or whatever, they're going to listen to what you have to say. Um, but I would say be really mindful that the person understands your vision, your passion, your end result. Um, like, what are you like if they don't ask you, what are you trying to get out of this? Like, why are you podcasting? Then that's not the person for you. I've told people that they shouldn't podcast because they were hopping on the bandwagon because everybody else was podcasting. Um, whether I offended them or not, it was just the truth. And I was like, look, like this might not be the this might not be the vehicle for you. Most people in the production space go, yeah, 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 whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever you want. Um, and then I just see it not coming together properly. And a lot of the times those people come back to me and go, you were right. Or, hey, I went with somebody cheaper, but now I want to work with you uh, because the, they don't take the time. So make sure it's somebody who takes the time, who understands what's your brand, what's your vision. Uh, and once you can align with somebody like that, they're going to buy into what it is you're doing. And then they're going to be on board to get done whatever you need to get done. This is fantastic. This has been great, Justin. Um, really, it, it's a, you have a, a unique talent of, um, you know, I think helping people see things that uh, are, are maybe difficult to see and, and making it simple uh, or, or, you know, understandable. Um, you've got 
four pillars that growth now talks about. And I think we've talked about, you know, the business, they were business relationships, spirituality, and wellness. Um, we talked a little bit about business and, uh, but how did the other pillars fit into podcasting or do they, you know, does relationship spirituality and wellness, do they have an impact or a place, um, within podcasting? Yeah, dude, that's a great question. I mean, for me, uh, where they came from for me was, uh, you know, I started this podcast and people started to listen and now people all over the world listen weekly. And I was like, what is this really? Like, what is this move? I did a, a whole live event. Like people came from 16 states in Canada to attend. And I was just like, what, what is this movement really? And I, I dissected over 370 episodes. And I was like, what are we talking about here? When I talk about growth in all areas of your life, what is it really? Um, and it, those four pillars came from the idea that not only are those the four topics that I really cover? Like those are the, I talked to wellness experts and spirituality experts and relationship experts. That's how I met Sam and Pat. Um, you know, all those, all those things and business experts. Um, I realized that I began to pour into those four pillars myself personally. And that's what shifted my life. When I completely started focusing on consistent growth within those four pillars, everything else fell in line. I got the great girlfriend. I got the finances coming in. I've got all the things that I could ever imagine, right? I found fulfillment and happiness. So for me, those are the four pillars. Do they all fit into every single podcast? No, but I will say business does a hundred percent because this is a business. Like, yeah, you might have fun. You might whatever, but I guarantee you at some point you're going to go, cool. How do I monetize this now? Even if you started out with like just me and my buddies, at one point you're going to go, how do I monetize this? So business, yes, falls into the pillars 100% and relationships. Like if you're interviewing people, man, like I've become friends with some of the top people in the world, like Ed Milet and Dean Graziosi and, and Justin Ren. I'm just looking at people behind me, by the way. I'm not <laughs> uh, Justin Ren. Like it is been amazing for me to say, okay, like my relationships have leveled up tenfold because I've been able to utilize this medium called podcasting to connect with some of the top people in the world. Um, so relationship building has been huge for me. So yeah, that's in there. Um, and honestly, like, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think those two fall in line with pretty much any podcast. The other two, I mean, the wellness space and the spirituality space has a big piece in the po podcasting world overall. Um, and those individuals, I mean, you, you can search them. Like there's a countless spirituality podcasts, countless health podcasts. I actually think that fitness is like the number two category in, um, in how many episodes or how many podcasts are out there. So those two things definitely fall in line in different aspects, but not every single podcast aspect. But yeah, man, those four pillars have changed my life. And, and the neat part is it's what we dive into with our retreats. Uh, and I'm seeing it change other people's lives as well. And it's, it's just a really, really cool thing to see unfold. Why don't you talk about growth now and, and what you guys have got going on? I think that's a, it's just a great opportunity to share. I know you just had an event. Um, what's next for you guys? Yeah, man. Um, you know, thank you for the opportunity to talk about this. Like this is really the passion, right? Like uh, the podcast was the vehicle to be able to build something uh, where I can impact some lives. And um, for first and foremost, first and format, I can't talk first and foremost, uh, it impacted my life first. Uh, and then I was able to kind of go and start helping other people. And it began with the podcasting and then it began with the business and, and, and platform building. And then it's gone on to self-development and it's gone on to all these things. And it's been such a great journey. Um, and it's really COVID opened my eyes to what other opportunities are there. We went virtual for two events. That was fun, but not 
my favorite thing. I love human connection. Um, but we did some of those and it was, it was successful and cool. And then, you know, we shifted and we're like, how do we really dive deep? And we just, a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago at this point, wrapped up our first four pillars retreat, um, where we had 10 people come in and, and, uh, we dove into those four pillars and, and really had them shift. And what's next is we're doing it again. So we're doing it again, uh, for 18 people this time in new Orleans. Uh, so really number one, really excited about the location, uh, cause I'm from Pennsylvania, but, uh, really excited for New Orleans and really to dive into those four pillars and go deeper with un, with individuals than we did before um, and really make some shifts in their life. Uh, and then fingers crossed, we're hoping May of 2022 Growth Now Movement Live comes back. The goal is 300 people from 20 plus states in Canada um, to attend. And so fingers crossed, you know, the world will allow us to do that. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, such a, a crazy year. And, um, you know, it doesn't seem like things are necessarily slowing down. Hopefully, hopefully they, things keep continuing to, to be better. Uh, but, um, things are, are constantly shifting where, where do they stay connected with you? I know there's obviously the podcast, where else can they, can they go and get connected with the uh, growth now? Yeah, I mean, obviously social media. I think Instagram is my favorite uh, platform. So Justin T. Shank over there. Good luck spelling my last name. You can look in the show notes. Um, but uh, that's probably the best place. And of course, wherever they listen to this podcast, they can search Growth Now Movement. And we'd love to have them check it out. And if they like it, click the subscribe button and, and go on a crazy ride with me. Justin, this has been a, a fantastic conversation. I said at the beginning, I know that we'd, we'd do it and we'd, we'd make it dance. And uh, this was fun and, and incredibly valuable. You know, I knew that it would be. And I think that it's a, it's a great topic for, for people and um, something that I don't think most podcasters are, are realizing or thinking about. So, guys, like you said, go find the podcast. It's Growth Now. Um, subscribe to both of them. Uh, leave a like. Go find us on Instagram. He is JT Shank. You can find us at the Marketing Your Podcast. Um, that's our, our name on there and come find me on LinkedIn as well. That's the best place to connect with me. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of the marketing your podcast show. Thanks for listening to the MYP show. We know that there are a ton of podcasts that you could be listening to, and we are grateful that you chose some time to spend with us today. If you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, just search for me, Hector Santi Esteban. Make sure you're subscribed to the show, and we'd always love for you to leave a comment or rating so that other people can find it as well. We hope you're having an amazing day, that you're safe and thriving, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the MYP show.